0: South Lake Union, Seattle. Studio 212. This is a production of the Soundcasting Network. Welcome to episode 37 of Grill How Long Steak, Mr. It's been about 14 minutes Chef. Chef. Thank you. That's a good callback.
1: 14 minutes, Chef.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome to the show. I am your host, Johnny Toonami, <laughs> and across from me is my co-host. <laughs>
1: What's your name? Oh, uh... <laughs> Hi, I'm Robert Stills. I'm here for the position, girl position. <laughs> He's dodging today. <laughs> no, so, what's going on with you? Good, good. intro, Johnny. Good Thanks. intro. I'm
0: trying. I'm learning, man. I'm learning. <laughs> what's good with you
1: this week, man? <laughs> Come talk to, talk to me. Talk to be all casual? Yeah. What's good with me? Oh, man. I, nah, I don't want to talk about it all week. But I, saw, I saw Guns N' Roses. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's interesting. They, got, s- they still tour? Got faded, and they got
0: beat up. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a night that Robbie. Yeah, it sounds like a Robbie I got night. beat
1: up by my, by my best friend though. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do? Oh, uh, you know me. I was got a little slap happy. Had to get beat down. Robbie be touching people that don't want to be touched. Yeah, right. I mean, he's dude. He's rocking like three fifty. Uh, he's like, oh, was 60. it James? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah you better watch out that dude will
0: take that. yeah he'll lay down some law. he runs
1: our twitter <laughs> he's a large gentleman too I wouldn't fuck with him that's for sure my shit's still messed up I'm bad no I'm just playing I didn't get no fights <laughs> I don't get no fights you know what I'm saying cool calm collective calm collective who's, individual who's just joking oh updated work man whatever it's whatever yeah it's definitely. going it's cracking you know people there's uh whatever I don't know still dealing with them bitches I wouldn't call them bitches. Well, I did. I'd be calling people bitches every <laughs> time. Quit your fucking whining. Me, but I'm the biggest whiner of all. It's true. I cry about a lot of shit. I can attest to that. But just do your job, man. <laughs> I'm doing stuff, too. All I want you to do is do your job. <laughs> anyway, yeah, how was Did you get that unemployment yet?
0: I, was, I mean, I signed up. I got to wait a week. I have a grace period before they give me any money, so... I'm waiting on that, but I got things rolling. Unfortunately, I haven't got my last paycheck. Which is the big issue right now? I'm like super pissed.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, stuff going on. Why don't you tell the group what? So explain to people that they do, that who don't know who have not had this happen to them that are in the restaurant industry that are listening or people at home. What you know? What tell them what you're going through right now? I'm um, um, physically, mentally, you know what I'm going through a lot.
0: This drugs. No. So uh, as you guys all know, last week I had expressed how my uh, restaurant had closed down without notice. And uh, so what happened was, is that was the end of the pay period that week. So what they were trying to do is not go into another pay period. So they didn't have to owe us more money since they were closing down all of a sudden. Um, The checks that we had gotten before that pay period, so our previous checks, so two checks before, had already bounced which was the current issue. So our checks were bouncing. Um, We brought it to the investors' attention. They didn't realize what was going on. Then they realized that they had no more money to give us, so they had to shut down the restaurant. Um, So we're all sitting now in limbo.
1: Probably sounds like it was for the best.
0: Yeah, it was definitely for the best, but it wasn't for the best for the employees because now we're all out of money. So like my account was overdrawn. They gave me some cash, so what now?
1: So what have you done now?
0: Well, now I had to call the Department of Labor and Industries and I had to report my executive that was um, running the restaurant. And lo and behold, I call and they're like, what restaurant are you from? And I say, Chop Shop. And they're like, <laughs> the person chuckles. It's the blast. this so little frustrated. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> the person chuckles, right? And then I'm like, why are you laughing? This is yesterday. And I'm like, "What's why are you laughing? She's like, oh, I've been getting a lot of phone calls uh, about this place. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, fucking A. So, I mean, it's good to know that the people that, you know... They know what's going on. Yeah, the rest of the crew, you know, they are also trying to get their money back, too, which is important, because right now, we haven't gotten paid from our last check, so our Two checks ago bounce, then this check that we got right now is just nowhere to be found. Yeah, and you know them cooks we live in check to check. Well, definitely check to check. We got people with families and stuff, and like, you know, I heard a rumor that our checks were had arrived, you know. And so they so we have the checks, but we haven't received the checks. So somebody's holding our checks right now, um, trying to figure out some bullshit but they need to figure out how to pay us because it's getting to that time. And uh, you had a chop shop party yesterday. Yeah, I had a chop shop party at my house and uh, it was kind of like a reunion, a goodbye to everybody, you know, so we can have that one last hoorah. Um, It was fun. But, uh, everybody was, you know, everybody has their stuff going on too. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I've already, uh, contacted my executive and told her that if she doesn't pay that I'm taking her to small claims. So, I mean, if they want to roll that way, that's an extra, I'll take her to ask
1: the judge Joe Brown,
0: you know what I'm saying? That's an extra couple grand for me. So, um, if she wants to do it that way, we can do it that way. Unfortunately, it's like, I put a lot of effort and a lot of trust into certain people, and uh, right now, it's biting me in the ass, so I could say it is my fault, but at the same time, uh, it's unfortunate that it's going this long without being rectified, you know? Right. Well, we'll keep everybody updated on what's going on with uh, Yeah. Hopefully, next week, I'll have some money.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Quick update about what other places are closing. Uh, By the way, all those- Uh, Everybody's been reading in all about- chop shop closing down and all the comments and stuff and mm-hmm. how it's the neighborhood's changing all that shit's bullshit. Yeah. Uh but uh Meat and Bread is closing. Yeah. A location. Yeah, there South Lake Union is still open. Yes. Uh but the Capitol Hill one, they couldn't make it. And I heard also, I heard that those those two places are were no longer connected together. Uh the two different Meat and Breads? Yeah, they were yeah, the one was ran by somebody else and the other one was set, was ran by another guy. They both came up here and they opened both of them together and then one guy said that he was gonna take and run this one. Oh, and then the other another guy, guy said he's gonna take the one to South Lake Union. Mm-hmm. And then the one at Capitol Hill didn't work out. And Homeboy tried to jump back on ship and be like, Yo, let me get back in and he was like, <laughs> No. <laughs> that's what I heard. I don't know if that's true.
0: Um, also I have friends who work have worked there. Or who worked there, and uh, I can tell you that that's relatively true. I don't know about the ownership of each of the individual companies, but I do know that the South or the South Lake Union one, what is thriving, um, and they have no more space for anybody because they they overhired so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you know,
0: that it is what it is. But I know that uh Stumbling Goat just closed yeah, this week too, which after is pretty intense.
1: Sixteen years. Sixteen years, yeah. Uh I you I don't think you were working on the show when I went to Stumbling Goat with my lady friend. Mm-mm. Uh but we went there. Uh it's, it's, she has works at the goes to our aerial studio over there. So we went over there and ate. They had motherfucking uh <laughs> like fifteen specials that night. I bet, yeah it just, I was like, uh, <laughs> on top of a giant, a pretty big menu <laughs> Trying to burn that food Yeah, I was like, what the hell's going on, man? What are you guys doing back there? But uh, food was good, uh, sad to see it go I don't know why it's closing Probably because they had carpet in the dining room <laughs> That was weird They had a, good,
0: they, uh, they had, had a had great service there though. I mean, no, they had good service, they had good food I mean, they're a long-lasting God restaurant bless, God bless the dead <laughs> you know R.I.P. <laughs> Yeah all right. Um, well, moving on, I guess. Uh, <laughs> moving on. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is an update though. So the Seattle Restaurant Alliance is uh, was at City Hall today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. What's your boy's
1: name? Um,
0: oh what is it it's like Sean David or David Sean or something like that he has two first names he's like a Ricky Bobby you know what I'm saying Ricky Bobby Uh, super nice guy finally got back to me he's been super busy um, trying to get set up for all of this and they I guess they got a bunch of new followers in the past couple of weeks so they had to like make an actual webpage so they could um, you know funnel this whole situation through and uh, so yeah I haven't gotten any feedback on what happened at City Hall but they went to City Hall to try and petition the
1: Let let me run it down real quick so we got, we finally got a hard copy of the secure scheduling proposal. Um, and the councilman, uh, and the office of labor standards, this is what they are trying to do. Okay. So they say what the problem is the reality that business doesn't need the same amount of workers on a consistent basis. Uh, The problem is workers bear the cost and impact resulting from irregular scheduling practices. Impacts include erratic scheduling, unreliable incomes, involuntary part-time status, not enough time to rest between opening and closing shifts, and coercion from employers to take shifts. Hmm. Which does happen. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes we ask for it. Sometimes we want less time. Sometimes we want more time. Um, the overall goal of this policy is to bal- is for balancing the need for predictability and flexibility for bo- flexibility for both workers and businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, well, who this is supposed to cover? Such as em- like the employers, this is supposed to uh, cover retail establishments with five hundred employees worldwide. Um it's limited to and it's limited to like uh, quick service establishments and full service restaurants uh, with 500 employees and 40 establishment establishments worldwide. So it's mostly for the large corporations. Mm-hmm. Um, the employee coverage um, is supposed to be hourly, non-exempt employees. Employees must work at least 50% within the city of Seattle. And uh worker worker initiative alternatives. Uh workers of uh of covered employees uh will ratify through a collective bargaining agreement an alternative structure, the secure scheduling that meets the public policy goals. Um they want a good faith and estimate uh, estimates of hours, uh, the right to request input into scheduling and advance notice of scheduling, the right to rest also, which means you know ten hours in between closing and opening shifts. Um, yeah, predictable pay. You know how many hours you got coming. One hour predictability pay for changes of schedule, original posting. Uh, that means you can't. You know, change, you know what your, your schedule is going to be. Yes, yeah, so you can plan your life. Of, yeah. That's right. Um, also, they want you to pay money for on call shifts, which happens all the time. So they say a worker will earn 0. 0.5 times for a scheduled on call hours, which is okay. half the amount you would get paid for every hour that you're on call. So you'd get like time and a half for working an on call shift, basically? No, no. Yeah, kinda, but for I'm guessing for every hour that you know, let's say you're supposed to be, that you're on call from five to, I don't know, eight. If you don't work until eight, you still get half that. Oh, okay, well, that half your pay. I mean, and then it's uh, patterns of practice, a systematic pattern of practice of underscheduling um, to actual hours will constitute a violation of the ordinance, mm-hmm. which means you can't be uh, cutting people's hours. Yeah, they have to have a a mandatory set amount of hours, minimum. That's right. Also, uh, you're supposed to be offered hours first for extra hours before they hire anybody else. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so what do you think, Johnny? Um, You forwarded you against it.
0: I am... For it for large corporations, right? But um, this is what I've been reading about, and he's seeing the comments that have been coming up on their page and stuff like that about how um, it could affect the small business. And what they're saying is, is that this is um, the city's ordinance, right? So this is a tester. So if this goes over well for the five hundred for the people with five hundred employees and more, what they're saying is, what's going to stop them from implementing this to the small business? Um, you know, it goes, it happens a lot, you know, with law passing and stuff. Where and it's it only
1: Seattle, right? Yeah, and
0: it's only Seattle right now, but a lot of other states, Um, I don't have a list of them right now, but they say, they're they saying a lot of other places are actually going to start following suit if this goes over well. So Seattle's kind of like the tester, which it seems like we've been the tester for a lot of these things. The $15 minimum wage, the 20% autograt, like those sort of things have been popping up in Seattle first and now... Innovators, man. Yeah, I guess.
1: Um, that bro culture.
0: <laughs> but, you know, if it... And if it does seed into the small business, it could really affect because those are the people who are asking um, to work more shifts. Or less shifts. Or less shifts, you know, so they can do other things. But, like, in the small business industry, we... We know that our schedule is unpredictable and we predict our life around that. That's, and that's,
1: we chose, we chose
0: that life. Yeah, that's the life we chose, but I, I see it for the large corporations where you're working McDonald's or Domino's or like, you know, some of those places where it's like, you're not learning anything. You're literally just a grunt just making stuff happens so that this corporation can make money. They're making more than enough money to pay you. So
1: Yeah, well, I was telling Johnny a story earlier. I would read, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I read an article about some of the larger corporations, what they do, and it happens in our uh, restaurant industry too. Um, So they they kind of force you to quit so they don't have to pay you unemployment. And what they do is they drastically cut your hours. And I read one story about a worker at McDonald's who they had scheduled only... um, I want to say five hours a week. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, but five hours a week. And he, they had him come in for one hour a day. Jesus. um, That's so annoying. To meet some kind of mandatory minimum or something like that, whatever it was. But they brought him in for just a couple hours a day and it was just during their rush and then they'd send him home. And that's fucking ridiculous. That's super ridiculous. Uh, But they did that and they, by all means, go quit. Yeah right you know but it's tough because it's like half the people who probably are working
0: at McDonald's or all those other places probably can't get a job somewhere else and that's why they're working there um, so it's really unfortunate it's like we should be looking out for these people because you know it sucks I always drive through the drive through you know like twelve thirty one one in the morning or something and you see the person standing back there and they're all by themselves you know they're not getting paid over time they're not getting oh, paid they're doing everything. yeah but
1: they're probably getting paid like maybe nine bucks an hour well we had just said I just said I don't know last week or the week before last is that they Said that it's crazy at those uh, low-paying um, fast food or quick service jobs, that it's it's mostly people uh, over thirty mm-hmm. now that are getting jobs there. It's people that have kids and they can't get any other jobs. And they need to make they'll get hired, and that's most times it's their second job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. And a, to be honest with you, I
0: prefer it to be those thirty-year-olds because I once went to a drive-through and there were a <laughs> bunch of eighteen-year-olds, and I could I looked at this kid right, and I was like, this kid is. High as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what else you gonna do? Uh Well, you know, but it, I mean, it's cool. But this kid Look was man. like, "Fuck my life." <laughs> but it's like three thirty in the afternoon. This kid is loaded, and he forgets my drink. So I go inside, and this is on Aurora, you know. So it's like I don't want to go inside of a fucking fast food restaurant on Aurora. And if you don't know what Aurora is, it's basically um sort of hoes walk. It's yeah, it's the it's the track of Seattle. <laughs> it's where you go and you get your I don't Johns know favorite.
1: Everybody, everybody knows what the track is. It's where the it's where, the it's
0: where the prostitutes <laughs> hang out, basically. So you can go to Aurora. and and literally roll down your window
1: and somebody will come up and ask you how much um, right. or i you know i've been walking down there just having to be walking down there to catch a bus before and people are like damn boy yeah right it's just like that good. and
0: so yeah so i go into this fast food place and there's like whores everywhere <laughs> 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 just like charging their phones asses hanging out just like track That's marks true. everywhere Hill, you know? Hill yeah they're just stuff. like oh, just nasty.
1: motels yeah. up and down <laughs> anyway yeah and i go in there and i'm
0: like hey man you forgot my drink and then i look back there and there's six other dudes back there and they're all high. It was hilarious but they all forgot my drink. It took me like 10 minutes to get my drink after that. Girl, how long you, mister? Oh, shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, <I> d- <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes,
1: chef? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know, throw a, I would throw a fucking wet towel at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Ah, what the fuck
0: is nah, that? Uh, the rag. No, but you know... Um, so we got to be looking out for that for those people, man. It's 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 a responsibility thing. So if you have people who are older working in there, they're probably going to do better
1: work. So why not pay them? All right, we are going to get homeboy on this show to talk more about it because I really don't understand this thing. Uh, I know I have a lot of friends in the industry uh, who have questions about it. I have questions about it. It could affect us eventually. So maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but you know, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, and we should have. I'm not going down to city hall. I got other shit to take care of. But Johnny, you should have been there. It was at six today. I was trying to. Black Lives Matter march too was going on there too. We're not talking about that right now. They was getting up there. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. You know the problem with that is I don't want. I'm not going to get involved in any of that Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, BS. Like I don't know anything about that. I mean I know that uh, Black Lives Matter. uh, I do know that. (laughs) Uh, Not trying to say they don't. Uh, But what I do know is that it was an open um, forum. Forum at City Hall. And then when people come down there, they wouldn't let them in. That's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this happened yesterday, and people was down there cracking. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's okay. all right. Let's move on to something more positive. Johnny, take the reins on this one. All right.
0: Um, I don't know if this is necessarily. I guess it's more positive. But um, oh, rec- that's great. Yeah. I mean, recently. Um, What article was it? I mean, Italy is issuing these new food laws right now, which are pretty fucking interesting um, where they're trying to... I believe France has to
1: do this now. Yeah, France France as well. already been doing it.
0: Yeah, and it's about food waste. Um, Supposedly, in Europe, they're wasting enough food to feed about 200 million people. Um, And so what they're doing is they're issuing this new law that requires you to either donate... Um, requires yeah requires to donate food or to give it to the homeless and what you do is you basically is you sign up for these charities and you donate your extra food and um, what that does for your company is it cuts down on the food waste taxes that you have to pay um, per year and it also helps get that extra food out. Um, I guess what happens in Europe is people eat out. And they don't finish their meals and they don't take it to go. Um, So what they're issuing is uh, they're literally spending a million dollars right now to issue a doggy bag policy for all
1: restaurants. That's like that. I mean, you know, that that kind of in the state of uh, well, in the city of Seattle, we have a. bag charge at the grocery store. Yeah, it's like five cents. Five cents per bag. And I know some people think that's ridiculous. Uh, I've heard people flipping out before, but it'll make you think twice about um, about not bringing a, a grocery bag. Yeah, the, you know, it's all about being green.
0: You. It's like you can find a little tote bag anywhere these days. And
1: know. I know man, people say, I've heard, I have friends that listen to the show and whatever, Tennessee, Ohio and stuff, and they say I sound like a pussy all the time by talking about... Rights and uh, recycling and all that good well, stuff. Well, that's why they're all still stuck in the fucking dark ages. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, why, that's why nobody goes That's, that's why in Ohio. Salad. Yeah. And Tennessee. Uh, not you, Brandon Paley. <laughs> uh, you're the homie. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I agree with this. I think it's great. Um, I think more countries should do it. Right. Um, so, what they're saying, this is from the Independent
0: Co. UK um, website. They are saying that 5 million tons of food is wasted per year. Um, And what they're trying to do is they're trying to limit that. They're trying to cut it down by at least 1 million this next year. Um, million tons of food waste. It seems like it's pretty ambitious. That's a large, you know, that's a large percentage.
1: Anything helps, though.
0: I mean, anything does help. But, uh, you know, I think going they're like trying to promote the fact that they'll make it go down by one million tons, you know, in the next year. And what happens if they don't? Then people are going to hate and say, like, this law doesn't work and stuff like that. You know how people get. But um, it's unfortunate because right now Italy um, is at an unemployment rate of 40 percent. <laughs> So it's saying that
1: a couple million people are living in poverty. Yeah. And they said what the f- the food waste in Europe right now could feed uh, over 200, 200 million, million people. people? Yeah. All you have to do is just give them your
0: extra food. And it's <laughs> it's, the, it's not
1: that easy well, though. Well, it's
0: not that easy, but it is that easy because it's like when you work at a restaurant and you finally get to and you finally realize that some of your product is about to go.
1: You it's, probably have a couple days left and you can't run a special with it. It's like why not? Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something real quick. When I first started working at the Honey Hole sandwiches, right? Mhm. Restaurant, uh, what was it? 2007, well, uh Pike Pike, Pine Avenue, whatever. (laughs) Trying to promote it. But anyway, when I started working there, uh, I did not like the amount of uh, bread waste that we had. Yeah, Um, It was just, it was sucked to me how much we had to throw away. And that's the first thing that people easily throw away is bread. That's right. Uh, So I went, spoke with my owners and they said, right, yes, do it. Talk to whoever you can. Uh, Let's donate it. Let's wherever we can. Mm -hmm. I spoke to many places and that is one thing that they are, overly abundant of well
0: everybody has bread, bread.
1: <laughs> everybody got bread so it's like they need the meat ain't no nutrition facts in bread <laughs> <laughs> but they need the meat they need meat and they need so, vegetables and you know? so i'm wondering yeah but that's the expensive stuff that nobody that no restaurants or supermarkets well see or that's why
0: families want to waste well that's why this rule this law is so interesting is because it's including farmers So farmers are included in this and they also have are required to donate a certain amount of produce and stuff to these to these um, charities so that they can actually stay within these parameters of this law as well, because they'll be fined. I guess in France, um, they'll be fining them. This is already
1: in this is already this law is already in place in France. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so if they don't comply, they get fined 75,000 euro. How much is that American? Um, 95 so like close. Yeah. Like 85, 87,000.
1: Um, quick on your toes, Johnny, quick on you. your toes.
0: Uh, But yeah, so it's like it's re That's a lot of money, you know Just just for not donating, so it's like The easiest thing to do is just fucking donate
1: (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Uh, That might help, Uh, I agree with it Um, I'm not sure Uh, I just read a, I'm not sure about How much money they have to pay to um, GMOs and stuff like that over there though Yeah, what's going on there? I don't really know about that
0: because I feel like in Europe uh, The reason why a lot of the stuff That comes to America is um, More expensive? It's more expensive because they have to put preservatives in it so it can cross seas so yeah. when you go to Europe and you try the wine the wine tastes different because it doesn't have preservatives doesn't have that all that sediment that gets on the bottom um, you know same things with produce and meats and all that stuff in order to get it shipped overseas you're going to have to fill it with something that's un- unnatural Yeah. Um, fortunately for Europe they don't really have to cross those lines too much so I don't really know what the GMO laws are over there but I feel like they don't really have that much mo- genetically modified food you Monsanto's
1: know, Monsanto's not over there. I mean, probably not. I just heard Monsanto got kicked off the Big Island in Hawaii. Oh, really? They're banned. Good. Uh, and they, have to, I I should be prepared. More with, <laughs> I, a lot of times we don't know what we're going to talk about and what we're going to get into. But uh, yeah, I heard that they are uh, banned from the Big Island and Monsanto is now suing Hawaii? The state of Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, don't quote that as fact. Mm. <laughs> uh, so don't fact check me. But I will, uh, remind me, update next episode. Mm-hmm. I'll find out more about that. Yeah, we'll talk. Uh, but what I did want to go over uh, was, uh has something to do with food waste, is, um, you know, food going bad, and what bad actually is, mm-hmm. and what it isn't. Well, yeah, because that, well, real quick, before yeah, you go, yeah, no, i no, oh, yeah. um,
0: like, they are trying to get them to sell the food or to give away the food that is close to or on the sell cell before date or the sell before date not used yeah. by but sell before so now best if
1: used by yeah exactly some keywords expires on <laughs> just looking at this article that is blowing my mind right now yeah, you know, it's a it's pretty interesting because it's all about language, you know. Exactly. Well, I know that there's been they've had that they have they they always try to tiptoe around certain wording so that they can get sell something. Mm-hmm. Um and they keep modifying it and changing it so they can get around whatever laws that your state or city or the government has set up. Right. Um, So I wanted to touch on an article (laughs) that I read that I found was pretty interesting on uh, Nova, uh, which is a television show on PBS. I love PBS. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Too bad they took off Sesame Street. It's now on HBO. That's You have to pay for Sesame Street? (laughs) Weird, Doug. It's bullshit. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's entitled... Uh, This came out on August 10th, and it's called Why Food Date Labels Don't Mean What You Think. And uh, they say, uh, first, let's clear one thing up. It's not an expiration date. It's potentially harmful bacteria. Uh, All harmfully bacteria are destroyed in the pasteurizing process. Right? And specifically, you're talking about milk. Yeah. Uh, I did not know this, man. I kind of knew this. um, (laughs) Just because, I mean...
0: It makes sense when they're using the term sell by or used by and but I work in the food industry, so I know yeah, what yeah. that means That's recommended you know, is recommended. So like if something says sell by, that means that you want to sell it before that date. But if it says used by, you want to use it before that date because then it's probably going to be bad. So what are the definitions that they have in this on.
1: Uh, Let me go on this first. So what that expiration date or that sell-by date on there is, um, often the date that's put on there is set around three weeks after the milk has been pasteurized, which is when the milk is going to begin to taste off. Um, After reacting with the oxygen and the light, the fat in the milk, it becomes rancid and stale. Mm -hmm. Uh, That sour taste of aged milk is a byproduct of harmless lactic acid bacteria that feed on the sugar and in milk. Interesting. It's more of a sensory defect that h- human beings don't like yeah. that turns them off from it, but you're not going to get sick. Yeah. Cause when you think about it and you let milk curdle like Jeez, man, cheese, we eat cheese all day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they said about 16 States prescribed by the law, uh, the dates on the milk carton. Uh, Some even go a step further by regulating what happens in the milk after the date. Montana actually requires milk to be thrown away 12 days after pasteurization. uh, Despite there's a lack of scientific evidence uh, to support this practice. 12 days. after? I mean, yeah, I mean, they have dates that are used by best before. um, And there's a sell by date. Um, It's all just cryptic. Well, yeah. And I feel like, so when it says sell by, that just means that it's
0: still going to be good after that date. But it's just going to taste a little bit weird. That's right. You know, but when it's used by, that's when it means like you could get foodborne illness.
1: Yeah. um, They're talking about like uh, shelf life dating Mm -hmm. uh, is one big way to get around it. Um, And then there's another one about delivering it to the customers. You know, it's it's the differences is. Yeah, exactly. Expires on is when they would recommend basically what it means expires on. Is what the, they would recommend to the store yeah. to keep oh, it okay. on their shelves by. That's what expires. Like on the dates. store itself can't sell it after that date because. That's right, um, and then best if used by. That's going to be recommended to the customer. Um, that they that the whoever uh, it depends who you know, what state you're in. Yeah. Because it's because like, some places can't sell it. Yeah. You can't use a, a best if used by, in
0: some states. It get, Cause it's weird. Cause sometimes I see milk and I'm like, where's the date on it? And I can't find the date. Yeah. Well, I always buy expired milk. I cheap. just, I just drink it so fast. Yeah. You drink a lot of milk. <laughs> milk makes me not feel it's so good inside. So I don't, I try to stay away from it. I'm actually trying to figure out what milk tastes better so I can actually drink milk. Whole milk's the best, man. I mean, whole milk is the titty best, milk is actually but the I, best. Literally, I literally, I literally. There's milk, there's beef milk. Dude, I have a scoop milk. of ice cream, like not even a scoop of ice cream, and I'm literally on the toilet the next day all day long.
1: Well, I mean, so this, this ties in, it's not just milk. This ties into all food waste, you know, um, they say that 90% of America, uh, Estimated 9% of Americans throw away uh, food after the date uh, because they think they're going to get sick. And it's just not true. Yeah. And I mean, that brings us back to the
0: other article where it That's says right. 42% of US Americans waste food, um, as opposed to Asia's 25, Africa's 23, Europe's 22, South America's 15. As you can see, like, we're a superpower country. So, I mean, they say we're the richest nation in the world, whatever. But it, you can tell by these numbers because it's basically saying, like, we're so entitled that we throw away all this food and when you look at these places that have like increased poverty they're not wasting as much food I mean, well, a lot of it they're
1: not buying at supermarkets either. Well, true, they're going to farmers or so their family's growing. Well, I yeah, mean, but these a...
0: are all in um, industrialized uh, areas, yeah, that's true. so there there will be supermarkets. These aren't
1: the rural like you know outskirts. So the the Har- the the Harvard Food Law and Policy Clinic uh, had a study, and they say the largest cause of household consumers' food waste um, is not knowing if they should throw something away or not. Um, it's not cost effective. Uh, they need to. People need to reduce food waste. Um, they need education, sensibility. Uh, we need to be updated in our date labeling system. Yeah, um, and the, And you know, I don't know what's hindering that, and and what I, I think that the food companies prefer. Yeah, they we do waste prefer. Food. But I think it's it's a consumer
0: thing because we're we're uneducated as consumers to know what we're supposed to do. Like I was reading an article about, um, how, uh, this generation of millennials can't do things that normal adults should be able to do because they haven't been taught how to do it in school. Like there's no more of this, like, Oh, I'm going to teach people how to sew. I'm going to teach people how to like manage your bank account, like those sorts of things. Like nobody's doing that. So who's going to teach people about food laws Or how to manage, you know, their refrigerator, which might seem stupid, but when you think about it, it's it's an important thing to do.
1: Yeah, they had said, so they said that they went in uh, this Harvard um, food group, went to one Walmart, and Mm -hmm. Walmart has X amount of products in their store that are Walmart brand. Okay. Uh Food-wise. And they said, you tired? yeah a little bit boring talking about food food mm-hmm. waste. No, I just have you no care, You oxi- don't care about the children in no, Africa. I have no oxygen in my brain right now. <laughs> so they said they went in and they tested. they looked at 47 pieces of Walmart brand food. They said eat it was labeled 47 different ways. Was it the same product? No, they said it's all Walmart brands.
0: Oh, and they're like, it's like sell by,
1: use by. Yeah, yeah. and okay. it's like you know, you, this is where this is from. This is how long you recommended you should eat this for. How long? What it should be stored. So they're at. tricking their customers. Well, I, I don't. I, they said that they that the FDA needs to come up with one lit, la- one unified universal mm-hmm. way of labeling for everything. Yeah. For everybody in every state, everywhere. So nobody so can it's find across the, the board. Yeah. So that we know. I mean, think about the health department. It's pretty much state by state. It's regulatory at chicken is supposed to, any uh, bird is supposed to be cooked at once to 165 Yeah, to kill, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with meat, vegetables, all your reheating stuff. It's universal. It's not like that state to state, city to city with food. Yeah. Then in stores. That's interesting. Yes.
0: Because then you would think about like in places where it's a little less uh, developed, I guess you could say. And they're probably tricking people into eating really bad food. Who cares? I mean, all that stuff you think about. What? What about grocery outlet? Yeah, but grocery outlet is known for selling stuff that is on <laughs> sell date. You know, that's what they're there for. It's like they'll give you discounted food because it's sell date. Yeah, I, I I need to I need to figure out what's going on with those places. Um, I know that it's the best way. What is it? I was just there shopping, man.
1: <laughs> Shop for a bargain. Some, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's get on to Leave with more? Pay for less? (laughs) Pay less shoes? (laughs) I'm tired, too. Let's get on to our ingredient of the week. All right. What is it? Yogurt? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Word. We're not
1: enthused today.
0: No. It's been a long week, and especially when I'm out here waiting for this paper. You know what I'm saying? Like... I feel you man Fucking, I can can give a fuck less right now Um, (laughs) The the listener deserves more Jody. They do deserve more And I'm sorry But next week will be dope I guess you know I will say this
1: My new job is the shit Yeah Um, I can't We'll we'll find out We'll get your update next week Yeah for sure You start this week right I started this weekend Oh, you did already yeah, start. I already Damn it, you ain't hit that up in the update. You're a fuck bitch. Well, I was too busy talking about my paycheck. I'll do
0: it real quick. Are you no, no, at the table? No, no, it's no, dope.
1: No. We'll start next. <laughs> <week>. <laughs> too right. bad. You go. Me first. We're doing yogurt. Yeah. Um. So I did something really fun, fast, quick, and easy. We're gonna do some um some chickpea sliders Ooh. with a tahini. Uh, tahini sauce on it so for your burgers you just want to get a can of chickpeas super easy a couple scallions an egg uh, about two tablespoons of flour a handful a small handful of oregano um, half a teaspoon of cumin some salt little splash of olive oil Um, you can either crush that and mix it by hand or you can put it in like a food processor and pulse it Um, you don't want to you know over mix it or pulse pulse the shit out of it but you just want to get everything mixed really well together pull those out put them in some small slider style uh, burgers Um, and this is going to be vegetarian too Um, and then you just put them in a Saucepan or a medium high. I can't talk either. Uh, medium pan on medium high heat. Mm-hmm. Sear the shit out of them. Just cook them through. You want to get some nice color on it, some crispiness. Cool. Make sure it's heated through. Um, and then you want to cover those in a tahini sauce. Um, this is a quick and easy one, a uh, easy one. You want two tablespoons of tahini, which is a sesame sesame based uh, paste. paste that I like yeah. call yeah. it. Um, Half a cup of Greek yogurt. Uh, you want one tablespoon of fresh lemon juice. Um, Uh, Maybe a handful of chopped parsley and, I don't know, a little pinch pinch or two of salt. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mix that thoroughly well, and then you want to cover the shit out of those uh, chickpea (laughs) sliders. And then toast up some pita, man. Ooh. And- uh, have at it. Man. Have yourself a pita pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, that's my uh, quick, fun yogurt. I got a bunch of other yogurt ones. but Well, that uh, sounds good. We're trying to do Mediterranean. Yeah, I'm going to keep it similar um, and
0: do vegetarian. Simmer? Simmer. Oh, we didn't even plan on doing vegetarian. <laughs> no, but I like it. Mediterranean. I thought you were going to do chicken. I was, but then when you think about it, Mediterranean food is pretty vegetarian, that's unless so they're using seafood. So, Shawarma. Yeah, right? So um, I'm going to show you guys how to make fresh yogurt. Um, My man. And then I'll make a dish with that fresh yogurt. So super easy. Basically, you're going to get one quart of uh, 2% milk, and then you're going to get three tablespoons of plain low-fat yogurt. And the reason why you're going to use yogurt to make yogurt is because (laughs) that that yogurt that you're using is going to act as your mother or your base, so it's going to be the start to your bacteria culture that you're trying to create. Smart man. So, uh, you're going to place the milk in a large saucepan um, over medium-high heat and cook it until it reaches 180 degrees. You can use this with a um, regular digital thermometer. I like to use a candy thermometer because you can leave that thermometer in the liquid and watch the temperature rise. Important. Uh, Yeah, so it should be around five to seven minutes. Don't let it go over to boil. You just want to scorch it real quick. You're not trying to like cook it through. Um, once you once you're done with that, you're gonna whisk together that one cup of milk and the yogurt, um, and then you're gonna pour in that mixture that you just stirred together back into the whole pot of warm milk. Um, you're gonna transfer that into something that's going to refrigerate or cool. Super technical, Johnny. Well, that's why I'm. Sh- I mean, we're making yogurt. People want to know, right? Um, so yeah, you're gonna put it in something that'll cool. What I like to do is uh, put it in a chinois with um, a cheesecloth and let that weigh just drip you know so you're gonna um tell them what a chinois is a chinois is Can they use a colander yeah they can use a colander it's yeah. it's like a pointed um strainer basically it's like more triangular than your typical strainer but anything that's got you know yeah. some some pretty small holes yeah pretty but small cheesecloth
1: cheese is gonna help yeah and i like using sure. the
0: chinois just because it like makes everything go Funnel down to down. one point yeah so you can actually get the maximum um you know Drain, But yeah, so basically you're going to take that and after that you're going to let it cool for about 30 minutes. I like to do it overnight just so you can make sure you have that nice, solid, creamy texture. Um, And then after that, what you'll do is you'll dice up some celery, um, take some currants, and add a little bit of vadivon curry spice and you'll mix that up a little bit of salt lemon juice just to make a base and what we'll do is we'll make a little couscous salad to go on top of that so what i would do is spread that spread on the plate and then make a couscous salad of israeli couscous um let's say kalamata olives some fresh red onion um we could probably do some sort of scallion and uh maybe some mama lil's pepper some sort of some sort of spicy pepper to throw in yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying and uh just toss that a little bit of salt a little bit of lemon juice just for acidity olive oil? uh yeah a little bit of olive oil moroccan olive oil something <laughs> um and parsley hella parsley hella just like drown that shit in parsley and uh then yeah toss that, that salad cuz sounds really good i know right it's cold right yeah <laughs> served cold um you'll toss you'll toss real quick and then you'll plate
1: and you can plate however you want you know Wham- you already told him how to play it. You told him to spread that shit on the plate. Well, yeah, and, but and you I can play, play it. it. Well, some people are
0: like, you know, because I'm. Nah, and, man, get the O ring. Yeah, exactly. It's get, like, do you want to do the center? Just what, like. Dude, what you, wanna you want to do is just
1: spoon push. Dude, yeah. you want to you get uh <laughs> Yeah. <you got laughs> nice spoon push, long, thin. Yeah. And like, then you want to get a, a star shaped. Uh, Star of David cookie cutter, and then you put the couscous, <laughs> couscous <laughs> in the thing, and then pull it off. Make sure you get olive oil in all the edges of the cookie cutter, so it slides out perfect. Bam! Garnish, you, with fresh garnish, with some garnish with fresh whole parsley. Garnish with pennies. <laughs>
0: No, but yeah, you know, like some people like to do spoon pushes, whatever. Um, just make sure that the sauce is on the bottom of the plate. So like when you actually eat the dish or serve Scrape it to somebody, it somebody can get the
1: whole bite. You know, they don't have to try and mix it up themselves. Right. Damn, son. We went hell along this episode. That was good. We had a lot to talk about. I know, and I feel like we didn't even talk about it all. And my brain is all scattered. So yeah, I apologize to you people today. Word. I've been, been going through a, I've been going through a lot this weekend. <laughs> going through it, dog. Yeah, man. Remember we talked about being all down and stuff like that, and getting on your stone college, talk to some friends? <laughs> I didn't call anybody. No. I sat in bed all weekend. Sad boy. Just hell upset. <laughs> well it's all right. After the darkness comes the light. <laughs> they all come out at night sometimes. And that's going to bring us to the end of episode uh, 37. 37. Yeah. Tree 7.
0: Tree 7. We'd like to thank uh, Studio 212 for thank letting you. us record
1: here. You know who we're not going to thank today? Keith. K-Boogie. Fucking Keith. <laughs> nah, we will thank Keith. He hit us up with some some bolognese.
0: Yeah, right? That spicy bolo from Canzonetta.
1: Thank Popper you. That was overcooked.
0: Ooh. Call out. Bang, 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 bang. bang. But it probably it sat in the... Yeah, I signed that yeah. in a court container for a yeah, while. What? But yeah, um, we'd like to thank the Soundcasting Network for uh, supporting us. That's right. Thanks for hosting like, us. For hosting. And uh, once we get some sponsors, we'll thank them, too.
1: <laughs> Fuck you, the sponsors. Fuck right? you.
0: But once again, we're recording uh, from South Lake Union, Seattle. And
1: uh, thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah, no, you need to hit us up on uh, Facebook. Oh, yeah. And Instagram. IG, totally. Yeah, it's going to be uh, at How Long State, Mr. Um, our Twitter is going to be How Long Steak Mister. Um, and then if you want to email me or Johnny, uh, I never really check it. Keith does, though. Yeah. He produces us. Uh, it's going to be grill Long Steak Mister. That's Mr. MR at gmail.com. And uh, we can't wait to talk to you guys next week. We're going to be more enthused. Probably a guest. Hopefully, homeboy from the. From uh, the, yeah. And the jigger, And uh, yeah, we're out this piece. Thank you. Don't. How long's take mister?
0: Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch!